So I had like an existential moment on the way home today when I was driving home. Bloody hell. This sounds serious. <laughs> no, it happens all the time. Mm. Oh, okay, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> Every afternoon. Every other, just about. Um, right. I was driving home and I was driving through the um, industrial area and there was this van and on the side of the van, written in nice graphics, was cut and seal. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously like probably a welding business, I guess, mm-hmm. called cut and seal. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's a really good metaphor for life. I mean, if you break it down, life is just actions of cutting and sealing. When you build a building, you're cutting things, and then you're putting them back together, you're sealing them, <laughs> cutting and sealing. I see. Digging holes, mm-hmm. filling them up. Mm-hmm. Life is basically just cutting and sealing. I was seeing it the other way around, as in the shit that gets thrown at you, you're getting cut, and you're sealing them up and just moving on anyway. <laughs> That's how I was seeing your... Uh, your analogy there. No, I was talking literally like... Right. Like, yeah. Hmm. Like you're breathing, you're cutting the air, and then you're sealing your lungs. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> this is way too intellectual at this time of night. Um, should we start? Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast, episode 40, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games, and all of that stuff. It's the 1st of May, 2019, and my name's Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. How are we feeling? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not expand on any of those thoughts. <laughs> Let's just go straight to a uh, t-shirt giveaway. We gave them away. Mm. Yes. Oh. All four shirts we gave away in less than 24 hours. People responded. Awesome. But I made a error. Oh. oh. I oh, made no. a clerical error. Are we a t-shirt short? No, it's worse than that. Are we going to have it's to give them the that. t-shirt off your back? We have a t-shirt extra. That's that's oh. that's good. It. Wait, what? We I had four t-shirts and four winners. Or did we have five t-shirts? We had... I thought we had four t-shirts. We had four winners. Yeah. But then when I was going through them this morning on my desk, mm. uh, I noticed there was an extra t-shirt mm. and I was confused <laughs> because I had already <laughs> given one to Ben Benassik mm. as a birthday gift that he won in mm. the competition. Mm-hmm. And then I had my other three going to Matt Roberts... Matt with one T and Carrie. Mm-hmm. But there was an extra one. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. What do you do with an extra T-shirt? What do you do with an extra T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have another one. An AMD T-shirt. Pinball <coughs> is fun. Uh, thanks to AMD and all of that kind of stuff. I could have been the secret fifth winner, Mark. No one had to know. Could have been, but we're recording, so <laughs> this is on the record. Ah, but I'm editing the podcast. <laughs> ah, <laughs> true. Um, 
But in the instance of John not editing this out, we can uh, just take an email at feedback at gainthesystem.co and this person, this potential winner of the fifth previously unknown T-shirt... Do they have to tell us what do they do with an extra T-shirt early in the morning? No. Okay. They can tell us how many balls Spider-Man has. Oh, shit. I don't even know that. Two. A quick Google will fix it, though. There could be multiple answers to this oh, yeah. question. No, there are. Wait, what? Oh. Yes. Mm. Mm. Mysterious mystery. How many balls does Spider-Man <laughs> has? have? Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just email us at feedback at gainthesystem.co with they, your answer. Are they steel balls? balls oh, I don't steel? know. Have you looked? That's a Steel Panther album. BT dubs. Yeah. Right. So, yes, I think there are multiple answers to that question. I can think of at least three. Some people could probably think of more. Wait, what? Ah, oh, okay. Yep. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what someone comes up with. And whoever gets the answer first, I'll ship that T-shirt out worldwide for free. Whoever gets in first. So even Billy Mitchell could win this one. He could. And we could hand deliver it. Does this include mm. previous winners? I guess it can. I mean, there's no reason not to exclude. But they already won a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's see the answers that come here. <laughs> we can be picky. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I hold that email account. <laughs> I can decide who wins. Accidentally mm. to the spam folder. <laughs> Here I was thinking that you had great ethics, not letting me Integrity, take the T-shirt. Integrity, no. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Turns out he's making up his own rules. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. Indeed. Okay, I've got not much. Do you have anything? No. Right. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I mean, it's Game of Thrones. Oh, Oh, you're watching Game of Thrones? Is it still worthwhile? You haven't seen it? No. Is it still worthwhile? Are you kidding? No. I was actually suggesting to Fiona that maybe um, we just wait until the Blue Rays are out. Oh, wait, you haven't started watching this season? No. Oh, just the season? I cannot tell you how often spoilers come up. Oh, yeah. I was searching through GIFs on Twitter just <laughs> How can you the not last know? couple of days yeah. and GIFs are turning up of Game of Thrones yeah. in the GIF searches. Mm. Yeah. So it's obviously popular. Do you not know what's happened? No. That's no incredible idea. to me. No idea. I think... I, I remember <coughs> not enjoying the last season that much. Yeah, I so didn't you enjoy watched, the last season. Okay. But I've been enjoying this one. Okay. Hmm. No, we kind of... Well, I'm... I'm relatively different to how Fiona's experiencing the whole series. So, for me, the first season was the best season. I love the first season. Yes, I love the first season. And I, mean, I was it saying had Sean that Bean the other day. In it. He, he's <laughs> yeah. the best. But I like but all of course, the... with Sean Bean, they kill him off. Mm. But, I mean, he dies in everything he's in, so <laughs> that's going to happen. But then after mm. that, I was kind of, uh, yeah, mm. this is cool. Mm. I don't mind it and sort of enjoying it just because Fiona was enjoying it Mm. a lot. Um, But I was never really invested um, after Mm. the first season. 
Um, mm. So, yeah, that's why I suggested that we just wait until the Blu-rays come out mm. to bother watching the last season. But she's like, no, there'd be too many spoilers. We won't, you know, something's going to be ruined. And <laughs> so, but at the same time, she's not urgent in watching these new episodes either. Mm. So, we're yet to figure out, well... I was going to say figure out how we're going to watch it, but mm. obviously we're going to watch it via whatever the Foxtel thing is because mm. that's the only way to watch it. Mm. So you can get 20. The good thing so is, oh. I'm just calculating so how many how many trial, how many many trial free trials will you need to last till the end of the season? Well, if you just, uh, if you just um, wait till it's finished, then you can binge watch it all in one go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But then you're going to know what happened already. Yeah, that's the problem. The spoilers part. Oh, you think it's going to be impossible to avoid spoilers? Yeah. When it ends. <clears throat> right. And and for us, it's not about the money. I mean, it's not about how much the service costs oh, right, or yeah. anything like that. It's just mm. uh, how painful that experience will be. <laughs> mm. I mean... Like cancelling the service when it's done. Uh Foxtel, whatever it was, Foxtel Go, Foxtel Now, no. what's it called? No. Foxtel Go. No, Go, now? Okay. I was, I always had this mixed up and it's only because I've got the active thing open now that mm-hmm. I know what it is. It's Foxtel Now is the the streaming service, right? Right. Foxtel Go is what happens if you have the cable thingy in your house right? and they also give you the account to watch online. Right. I see. So, it's Foxtel Now that is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because we signed up to that. Maybe it was the last two years of the seasons oh. or maybe it was the last year. No, that was a great service. We actually we were happy with that and cancelling it was like two clicks of a mouse. Mm. It, was, it was fine. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I just... The fox yeah. is mm. a thing that's... Those not, bastards. Yeah. They're, mm. I mean, if you're following the whole Trump thing, like I am... Fox is not something you want to be associated mm. with. Mm. Um, That's why I'm glad that they sold the X-Men license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll do something eventually. <clears throat> Just mm. do free trials. You can't lose. Well, can you do that? So you get 10 days for each one. You'll need like four of them. Oh, no, you'll only need three now to, to complete. Hmm. So I guess you... there's only three more episodes left. Oh, okay. But how would you do it? You have to put different cards in every time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, no, maybe you could do it with just two because you can just get a gap the week. If it's the only show you're watching, you don't need it continually. Hmm. You only need... T- so, if you, if you subscribe today, you can catch up and then watch the next one and then just let it lapse and then just resub as soon as the, the last episode's out. But again, it's not about the money. <clears throat> it's I think, more the whole philosophy behind it. No, I yeah, think, not I think, ripping them off by doing the trial. I think getting oh, it I see and just saying. watching that show and mm-hmm. then cancelling it. I think that's a that's enough of a an mm-hmm. FU mm-hmm. because they what they're hoping is that you won't cancel it, mm-hmm. which happened last time. Uh, <laughs> yes, so we signed up uh, specifically to watch Game of Thrones, and then because. The series was delayed, what, two years since this most latest one? Um, Yeah, I just let that lapse and it just sat there for 
an entire year and a half before I finally cancelled it. Wow. So, yeah, it's one of those things where you sign up for and you just don't think about it anymore and then you go, oh, that was really stupid. (laughs) Why did I do that? Did you use it? No. Mm. No, not at all. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll do something at some point. I started watching Veep, which is on Foxtel. Veep. Yeah. You haven't heard of Veep? No. Veep is a show, Veep as in VP, Vice President. Right. Who is played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Ah, you like. Which is where that gif was from, the the, uh, the incompetence gif. Hmm. (laughs) And it's basically, it's a comedy and she's a politician and... Hmm. Everyone in the show is an asshole, basically. And Sounds just like real themselves. politicians. Well, the funny thing is, I watched a recent interview with her, and she was talking about how since Trump's been in office, they've had to make the show a lot more extreme <laughs> because <laughs> oh, yeah. things they would have done before would have been shocking. But now he's actually doing those things. Yeah. And so yeah, now yeah. they have to take it like one step further. Yeah. And I was actually, and when I was watching it last night, I was watching it going, yeah, like, if I saw this before, I would have thought, oh, that's so far-fetched and ridiculous. And now I watch it and go, like, this is close to reality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the scary part. Like, there's this guy who's running for presidency and he's, like, doing his whole speech thing and then then afterwards all his aides are like, oh, that went really well, really well. And then they hear him, like, screaming at some old man. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what are you doing? (laughs) And before, it would have been like, ah, that would never happen. And, yeah, just feels a lot more realistic now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, mm. yeah, there was a scene that was actually reminded me a lot of the Fraser Anning thing. Like, it was exactly like that. The yeah. guy was just being totally, yeah, inappropriate. Hmm. <laughs> it's just like, like, I can't believe this is reality. <laughs> oh. anyway. So, how much is this thing? I think it's twenty five dollars. Twenty five a month. Twenty five a month. Yeah. yeah, that's more than it was last. Ah, oh, because time you cancelled your service. <laughs> you could have stayed on that deal. <laughs> because you the, the minimum you have to have is two of these packs. They can't let you just get away with uh, having no, of course not the one pack. See, this now, is which would have been fifteen bucks. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm so driven to just wait till the <clears> Blu-rays. I, I really am. Well, you know but what the other is not going to be able to handle. You will that. know exactly what happened in the show yeah, before sure, you've seen but, it. You know, I'm not invested in the show anyway. Okay. So you know what the other loophole is? Hmm. You can share accounts. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can only have two people watching at the same time, but mm-hmm. it doesn't stop you from logging in anywhere. Hmm. So we've With like Brianna's five. brother's got an account. And we're using that, and we gave it to our other friends as well. Yeah. You so dirty there's bastard. heaps of people watching on the same account. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> it's the Australian way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to just download it on BitTorrent. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. I'm not sure. So you're saying it's good? Oh, <clears throat> uh, there's only been three episodes so far. I've been enjoying it. Brianna's nodding. Right. <laughs> Forty minute behind the scenes thing on the third episode, and yeah. it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> so right. I should probably watch it then. What were you like? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll have to figure out a way to do this. 
I'm mm. already sharing my account with my brother. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't looking at you in that way. Um, like I said, it's not about the money. It's the whole philosophy behind the thing. Yeah. Behind the thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the point we'll is doing it in a way that's giving Fox the least amount of money, right? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? It's such a mo- it's a such a modern <laughs> moral conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> Slash first world problem. But that is more expensive than what it was last time, right? Twenty five a month, uh, wasn't it? Something like fifteen a month, eleven dollars a month. Last it it may have been fifteen, but I didn't mm. I didn't do this last time. Oh, what did you do last time? The internet. Yeah. No, no, no torrents, but there's other ways to just download video hmm. files directly. Hmm. I see. That was two years ago. It's so long ago now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah the world's changed. Yeah. I saw a picture today of um, the kids from the show. Yeah. From the first series, and was like, holy shit, they're children. Yeah, they're actually kids. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be the problem that all um, producers of TV series have is that. The kids in their show just grow up really, really quickly. Yeah. It's like um, Stranger Things. They were kids oh. when they started. Yeah. Now they're basically adults. Yeah. And how do you still frame them as kids in the show when they're basically adults? Do you like that show? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I like it much more than Game of Thrones. Been told I should watch it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's amazing. Both seasons. I think I watched really the good. first two episodes and didn't go any further. Okay. Hmm. But I've also started to watch The X-Files. Ah. Ah, finally. He, he's starting at the beginning. Finally. <coughs> finally, yes. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> Who hasn't seen The X-Files? The show from like, 1992 or something. It's, it's the critical show of the 90s. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's the thing that everyone watched. I think I've seen the movie. Yeah, well, that's not, that's not the show. <laughs> Actually, I think it's got even more value now because it's also like got this retro aspect to it as well yeah. mm. where they're like using old phones and mm. fax machines and <laughs> she's looking up newspaper on the little the microfiche yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like this is awesome because it's like got nostalgia to it as well mm. but i've never seen it before so it's all new mm. <laughs> i didn't i didn't realize that the whole point of scully being there was to report to the fbi headquarters like what Mulder was doing mm. and now the whole thing makes a lot more sense mm. yeah. <laughs> the whole you know her following him around and being sort of like not overly invested but still there yeah makes she's the a logical lot more sense. one yeah the yeah. skeptic and yeah and it and it's cool too because it gives you that alternative perspective it's not just like aliens exist she's mm. like challenging him on everything mm-hmm well, I've only watched two episodes so far. Right. But <laughs> no, it's really wearing... good back in the day. Mm. I don't know where, how well it holds up, but yeah, it was fantastic yeah, back so in the far. day. Mm. Uh, and I, I much prefer the kind of episodic storytelling over like a big long story. Yeah. So that <clears throat> that show was kind of before everybody started doing that. Oh, it's mm. a long time before. Mm. So they had threads that run through, mm. but um, more often than not, it's it's the monster of the week. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, 
but it's got that sort of there's some cont- underlying story going yeah. through the whole way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That was the ah uh, no, maybe Twin Peaks was the first yeah, one. People quote that as the first. Yeah, Twin Peaks was the first, yeah. and then maybe X Files. Yeah, but again, X Files is not so deep in it. Hmm. It does happen. I don't know. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hmm. Either way, and it's a good series. The Buffy show. Oh, I never watched yeah, Buffy. But that, yeah, that's similar. Like, they started putting in the continuity a lot more. Hmm. It's like the next step. Hmm. Hmm. And then 24 just blows it all out of the water. Was that good? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. It, it never watched what, it. It depends what you like. Pinball Machine's terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I never watched the show, yeah. but you're saying it's good. Uh, <laughs> um, it's good and bad. The, the good bits are good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The good bits are good. Yeah. Put it on the back of the box. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Cool. Well, was that the podcast? <laughs> yes. That's episode forty. No. Mm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and then we can go on to some news and items that's been happening in the gaming world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're all up to speed on these items. <laughs> <laughs> Matt reaches for his phone. Are you up to speed, Matt? So one thing that happened... You, you haven't watched it, have you? But, oh, I've watched that. Yeah, okay. What has he watched? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> One thing that has happened that Matt may or may not have watched Capcom Home Arcade. Ah, I saw yes. that. Yeah. Okay, good. Are we going to um, list the. Have they released all the names? All yes, the games? All the games. So this is a full sized control panel with, I think it's six buttons on each side, mm-hmm. two joysticks. Uh, you plug it straight into a TV and off you go, you play your games. Yeah. It's kind of along the theme of, you know, the mini consoles like the SNES Mini, mm-hmm. NES Mini. Yep. Except this is just a giant control it's panel. It's very large. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With official Sanwar parts. I've never said that word out loud before. Mm. <laughs> I'm presuming that's how it's pronounced. Sanwar. 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 S-A-N-W-A. Okay. Let's just go with Sanwar. Huh. Um, yeah, so proper arcade parts. Uh, it comes with 16 games. 1944, Alien vs. Predator, Armored Warriors, Capcom, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando, Cyberbots, Darkstalkers, Eco Fighters, Final Fight, Ghouls and Ghosts, Giga Wing, Mega Man The Power Battle, Pro Gear, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Strider, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. 
And mm. this is when you convert euros to Australian dollars, $366. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Uh, so, <coughs> we don't, obviously, we haven't got hands on, but it's high quality parts for the controller. Mm hmm. So, they're obviously going for like a quality, high quality thing, which is good, but it's still emulation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised there's only 16 games mm. compared to like most other of these systems are like 30 or 40 kind of mm. games. Mm -hmm. um, they're de it's definitely a good lineup though. Yeah. I mean, to me, Alien vs. Predator... That's a good one because I don't think that's been included in anything Capcom's released for God knows how long. Hmm. And maybe that's due to licensing. Yeah. I'd imagine it would because the Alien license and Predator license would be pretty difficult, I would think. Oh, probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's also a really good beat-em-up. Uh, what else? Captain Commando. That's a pretty good beat-em-up. Uh, Darkstalkers, that's a good fighting game that you don't see around very much. Final Fight, Ghouls and Ghosts, obviously I'm a little bit partial mm -hmm. to Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, what else? Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, that's the best Street Fighter game, so that's good that that's included. Strider, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. awesome sort of platformer slash, what do you call it, Action. run and gun? Action platformer. Yeah. Is it? Um, so I think the lineup's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm somewhat keen on this thing. Do you think there's any possibility that they'll add more games to it? I haven't heard anything that would suggest that they will. Mm. I'm just looking at the connectivity. There's only USB and HDMI and power. Mm. So you're not connecting it online unless it's got like built-in wi-fi i think it does really oh. i think it's meant to uh connect to like a network uh high score <laughs> thingy huh. yeah interesting just a high score no multiplayer online i don't think so because that would be cool hmm that'd be really cool hmm but yeah i've heard uh, in podcasts that I've listened to that they do think that the that USB connector might be mm. to, you know, have other games installed mm. and stuff like that. I'm not sure what else you would have it for. Hmm. Um, unless yeah. they just threw it on there as a just-in-case, like, they need to do a fix or something. Mm. Patches. Yeah. Hmm. But I guess, yeah, even that implies that there's going to be potential updates i think the fact that there's only 16 games is the biggest factor to me that says most likely they'll add more to it later hmm. like um, packs or something like that yeah hmm. yeah well yeah. they've got so many other games is there oh, yeah. it's just street fighter 2 hyper fighting that was yep. the only street fighter and yeah. puzzle fighter yep. yeah they'll have to put other surely they'll put like alpha and that's the bizarre thing to me. I mean, it's a full-size two-player control panel, mm. yet they've only got a couple of fighting games on there. Mm. And particularly only one 
Street Fighter game. Mm. That's that's a little bit unusual to me. Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually like... I was going to say, I like the choice of having one version of Street Fighter 2. I guess maybe purists might say, oh, I really like this version of the game. Mm. So maybe to those people, it's important to have all the different versions. But I think when you... It's almost like what Apple does, like when you circumscribe people to a particular like version of something, everyone gets used to playing that and it creates a stronger community around that game. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have all these different versions, you're just diverting your audience into smaller groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think definitely with only 16 games, with such a we can only assume high-quality piece of hardware. Mm. There's got to be an extension of usefulness to that, I think. Yeah. Um, Considering the cost and, like you said, mm. the yeah the high-quality parts and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, Wouldn't it be cool if you could use it as a controller for, like, a well, switch or... Maybe that's what the USB port does. Ah. Well, the other, I guess the other danger with the USB is that someone will probably hack it to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone will. Yeah. There's no doubt. And someone will hack it to be able to have all mm. Capcom games. Yeah. I mean, realistically, you could just probably just take off the panel and wire in the USB controller. Yeah. Is it likely that they'd be using a version of MAME or do you think... It's uh, the Final Burn emulator. <laughs> That's the emulator that they're using, which is apparently the cream of the crop of okay. uh, Capcom <clears throat> emulators. And there's been a little bit of controversy because apparently, uh, well, I, I, I'm not completely across all the details, but a number of the community who have contributed to that emulator, like coders, mm. have exploded and saying, you know, oh, well, Capcom didn't talk to me mm. about using my code and mm. all that kind of stuff, but... Mm. There's, I think, one guy who um, probably owns the 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 thing mm. has sold the rights for Final Burn mm. to Capcom to mm. use it, mm. but all the coders coders that have contributed to this mm. have said that you know they didn't sign up for anything like this and mm. their code was never meant to be made for profit mm. and it's an open source thing. So mm. there is a controversy around that side of things. Mm. But regardless, as far as I understand, Capcom have just purchased the rights to it. Mm, mm. Um, but I think this Final Burn emulator is also uh, responsible for like netcode on those older games as well. So mm-hmm. it's like a very tried and tested in the community emulator. Cool. So it should work mm. as you would expect it mm. to work. Mm. But that's that's the main thing for me is uh, as long as there's not input lag and that kind of stuff mm. i'm all in mm. i'm really excited about this thing mm. but if there is emulator issues then that's yeah mm. it's a different bag altogether yep do you mention the way it looks yeah i was gonna say <laughs> so this is a thing apparently <laughs> yeah yeah all podcasts i've listened to giant bomb ultra chen a number of others they have just thought this thing was ridiculous and stupid and mm. horrible. Mm. I, I mean, don't, I don't get it myself. It's it's over the top. You mean of. you don't get the outrage or you don't get the design? I don't get the outrage. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a giant Capcom logo. Yeah, mm. 
The control it's, panel is in the shape of a Capcom logo. Yeah. It's just huge Capcom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And not in a in a you know rectangle and then Capcom uh, logo pasted on the top. Mm. It's a Capcom logo, you know, it's, with all it's the like curves of a C and then an A and uh, then a mm. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I was listening to Giant Bomb even just last night and Jeff Gerstmann uh, talking about how he saw that thing and he laughed for minutes. <laughs> he thought it was that ridiculous. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't see the, I don't see the problem. Mm. I, it's a Capcom logo. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I think they probably tried to make something that would look cool just being in someone's house. So, because mm. they're because you know a lot of people that's what they're doing with these things. They're just buying them and putting them on display. Yeah. Um. I think it's. Yeah. When I first looked at it, I thought it was a really weird decision. But maybe that's the reason. Um, the other thing I thought was it seems like an extravagant expense that might be adding to the cost of the product. But mm. I think in reality, the way that manufacturing now is that you've got to tool something out anyway. So once you've done that, then the cost is pretty much the same. It wouldn't yeah. be that much more when you're making like, you know, hundreds of thousands of units or however they, many they make, like thousands mm. of units. Mm. The cost of that tooling is spread across all of the units. So it's not really adding that much to it. Yeah. In reality, you're yeah. still using the same amount of plastic. You're still using, you know, the same paint and all that stuff. You just paid for the design to be put together and for the, the mold to be made and all that sort of stuff, hmm. um, which you would have had to have done anyway if you made it square. It just, hmm. Yeah. So it's a little bit, probably a little bit more, but not like extravagantly more. I don't think it's really adding to the cost of the product by hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Um you probably it's probably the licenses and the emulator that are the biggest cost for the manufacturer of the product. Well, they don't have to pay for the licenses. What about the Alien versus Predator one? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I guess that's probably That's probably the one only of very one? few. If it, yeah, if the only yeah. Just looking at this list now. Yeah, I think that's the only that is the only non-Capcom license. Hmm. Is Darkstalkers a Capcom thing? That's Capcom. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Isn't it anime? Well. There might be, but it's, it's definitely kind of anime Capcom. imagery, but it's Capcom. Yeah. That's all Capcom. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the only thing I don't... The main thing I don't like is the buttons are very, like... You can't see them very well. Because they're in the paint is like into the design. That yeah. makes sense. Yep. So it, yeah, <clears> even <throat> the even the buttons are within the Capcom logo. Mm. So if the let's just say the curve of the C with the blue and the gold are going across the buttons, then mm. that paintwork goes across the buttons. So you'll have a a button that's half white, a third blue, <laughs> and then a quarter I know this math doesn't work out, gold. <laughs> mm. So it's very unusual. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to replace your buttons, you have to get the exact button. That's yeah, a good point. That's true. And that's they're going to probably wear over time. Huh. Yeah. I mean, maybe 
maybe it won't be enough, but if you use it a lot, I'd imagine mm. it'd wear over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only other thing I don't like about uh, the design is the fact that it is two controller sets like yeah. in one unit. Yeah. And that means that you're sitting right next to your buddy, um, which to me in a couch setting is annoying. Hmm. Um, I think it's not so bad in an arcade because you're standing. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting on the couch, you're going to like huddle up next to each other. Just hopefully they're it's, close friends. I mean, it's good if you're playing with your girlfriend or your wife hmm. or boyfriend or whatever. Hmm. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of saw the reverse of that. And again, I only realized this last night when they were talking about how ridiculous it is that it's a giant two-player controller. Is that, to me, the value is uh, to play these one-player games like Strider, Ghouls and Ghosts, etc. And even Street Fighter, I prefer to play that single player. I like to do that high score, not um, playing against another player. Mm. So, you're logging this thing around. It's a giant two-player controller. Mm. You know? So, you've got this half, half the length is wasted mm. real estate, basically. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. I mean, the reason why I find this really exciting is that I can, I, I basically have a mobile Ghouls and Ghosts mm. platform now. Mm-hmm. I can take it to someone's place, I can plug it in their TV and play it. I can speed run, I can do whatever. Mm. But yeah, it's a it's a giant controller. Mm. So it's not a single player thing, it's a two player thing. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Hmm. But I don't know. I I actually really like the idea mm. of it. I I'm gonna pre-order. Cool. As soon as I can find somewhere that sells it, I mm. don't know what's gonna who's gonna sell it just yet. Mm. But I'm excited. Uh, the two negatives that I've heard is how ridiculous it is that it's a Capcom logo. But again, I don't particularly care about that. Mm. And the price. Yeah. I can understand the price, but at the yeah. same time, it's premium parts. Mm. It's all Sandmar parts so yeah the price is prohibitive for me like yeah i mean you could build probably a fight stick with the same parts and mm. then play an emulator on your computer and have a similar experience yeah um yeah well as someone who's just recently and when i say recently it's in the last couple of days i bought a sandwa joystick and two buttons from focusattack.com over in the US plus shipping that was about a hundred and twenty hundred and thirty dollars when you're thinking about something like this Capcom stick is going to have two of those joysticks Mm. plus yeah what 12 13 14 Sanwa buttons Mm. um I don't know so it's not maybe that that's outrageous. The, maybe that's the big expense then in... Right. Hmm. Hmm. But then again, I mean, most of that cost uh, from Focus Attack is shipping. Yeah. I think the joystick's about 30 bucks US. Mm-hmm. The buttons were, I don't know, 3 $4 or something like that. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Swings and roundabouts. Hmm. Interesting. I'm still excited. <laughs> and I'm still going to buy one. It's pretty cool. As long as the emulation holds up. Mm. Yeah, mm. it'll be interesting to see. But if you're pre-ordering, you won't know until you get it. 
Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, the Brisbane Pinball and Arcade Collective, mm-hmm. uh, which is putting on the Brisbane Masters, the Australian Arcade Championships, the Kong Off 3, um, as well as a bunch of other pinball competitions in August, they have announced a bunch of international guests that are coming along. Mm-hmm. And let me just go through these guests as they appeared in the announcement mm-hmm. feeds. Richie Knuckles, Bowen Kerrens, Walter Day, Billy Mitchell, and Steve Ritchie. Actually, what? that's not in the order. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a ridiculous list. Oh, my God. List. Yeah, it is. Yes. I mean, let's just start with a, a non-contentious one. Yeah. <laughs> Bowen Kerrens. Um, if you could pick... Two people in the world as the absolute best pinball players. They'd be Keith Elwin and they'd be Bowen Kerrens okay. without any question. Really? Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that Bowen Kerrens is coming down to Australia for this thing, that's just amazing. And he's he's not only just an amazing player, he does a lot for the pinball community. He does a lot of the um, tutorial videos, mm. so he'll play a a pinball machine and say, you know, you shoot this and then this and then mm. this is how you get into the wizard mode, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's such a good player that oftentimes, you know, when they're, when they're filming these things, they think, oh, well, you know, we're probably going to have to do five, ten takes, whatever. Generally, he does the absolute ridiculous things that are, that are needed to be done the first time he plays them because he's just a ridiculous player. Mm. So... That's awesome that mm. Bowen's coming. Mm. <coughs> that is pretty cool. Um, Steve Ritchie. He's designed a few pinball machines mm. here and there. Yeah. Yeah. He should retire. <laughs> oh, brutal. I am, eh? Whoa. Brutal. <laughs> what makes you say that, John? Because uh, he's doing the same thing over and over. He's not doing anything new. Isn't all pinball designers doing the same thing over no. and over again? No. Borg. Just look at uh, Iron Maiden and all the JJP games. Designed by Keith Except Holman. for the ones that are de- designed by, um, what's his face? Other old man designer. Pat Lawler. Yeah. Right. <laughs> However... <laughs> It remains to be seen if these younger designers are creating game games that hold the test of time. Yeah, well, that's an interesting point that you make um, there, Mark. Um, <laughs> by the time we get there, they probably would have done the same thing over and over, and I'll be saying the same thing exactly. about them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that it is a, it is a good point. But having said that. 
they it's so different. I mean, you can never compare, but they have this legacy of pinball, um, which didn't exist when Steve mm. Ritchie started. Mm-hmm. And so he found something that works, and I think he's doing that, and that's what he does. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, um, but. Now, whenever I see Steve Ritchie, I don't get excited. Although, having said that, he's done the Black Knight game, right? Hmm. And that actually that looks, looks cool. It does look cool. Hmm. So, hey, maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe he's actually finally changing. But we've got Tim Sexton doing the rules on that. So Yeah, I think ultimately it can come down to rules. Yeah. Yeah, how a game actually turns out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a... I'm not a huge fan of Steve Ritchie. Um, there's a couple of games he has done that I like, like um, Spider-Man. That's that's a great Steve Ritchie mm. game. Um, I've come around on Star Wars, the new Star Wars. I originally oh. thought that game was garbage and hated it. Um, but over time, I've realized it's a really good game. What about Star Wars Episode One? Have you come around on that? That wasn't oh. Steve Ritchie. Before, I know. I'm, as far as I okay. understand. I'm just asking in general. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I played it for the first time in years at 1989 because mm. it's 1989 now. Yep. Yeah, it, it was all right. <laughs> it went on too long probably. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, in regards to Steve Ritchie, I mean, yeah, I've never been a huge fan of his games, but a couple of his games are pretty good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of, it gets a bit old after a while where mm. all the shots are in the same places. Mm. But it's, it's his signature thing, right? Mm. And people love it. Mm. It sells games. Well, I guess the, the um, I suppose, yeah, from a wider perspective, that does make a lot of sense. I mean, when I first was getting into it, like fully, uh, I really liked his games because I think the design is fairly simple and I like that flow style of play and mm. I think on most of his games the ball tends to be easier to catch because he has a steeper pinball angle generally mm. from what I've found okay um so that made it a bit easier to play with like that controlly style mm. um even though people tend to think of control and flow as opposites not necessarily mm. uh well, I think the the flow aspect generally kind of assumes the ball's going to come back to the flipper. Right. So you shoot a ramp, it's going to go to the flipper. Yep. So there is a bit of control there. Mm. Yeah. I'm a control player and I I think the reason I don't like Steve Ritchie games is because they're a lot about accuracy. Yeah. You need to be hitting those ramps, you need to be hitting the loops. Yep. Um, otherwise, you're in a bit of trouble. Yep. And it's fast. Yep. So... Yeah, 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 I don't know. But yeah, he's going to be there though mm. for the entire week. Yeah. Will he bring the pinball? The pinball. The Black Knight. I think Black Knight will be out before he arrives. Okay. Yeah. Would you actually have, what would you say to Steve Ritchie if you met him? Would you have something to say <laughs> in particular? Should I Should I bring a piece of my Star Trek machine? Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. It, yeah, it says in the post about Steve Ritchie coming along that he wants people to bring stuff oh. to sign. Okay, he wants to sign everything. Okay, 
Yes. That's awesome. Plastics, ramps, mm. back glasses, breasts, yeah. all of them. Because he's about to retire. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was the rumor. <laughs> Is it? That was the rumor oh, was that he was going to retire after the Black Monday. But apparently he's doing another one. Wow. Afterwards. Oh, okay. Mm. Maybe he's doing Elvira 3. <laughs> no, that's already been designed. Oh. Yeah. Maybe it was designed by him. No. Um, Yes, you should definitely bring stuff for him to sign I'm going to bring stuff for him to sign And I don't even know what that's going to be Because I don't have any Steve Ritchie games Right. Yeah, I don't have any Steve Ritchie games either No, you don't I used to I do have Steve Ritchie games Oh, I just remembered what what I was going to bring to sign My uh, Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 Marquees (laughs) <laughs> you you awesome. might have explained this to me, but what what did he do? He's the voice behind uh, Fatality. Ah, and <laughs> right. finish him. Yeah. That kind of voices. Fight. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's, he's the voice. Mm. He did the voice in a lot of Williams machines, huh. Midway yeah. stuff. Yep. So yeah, that's cool. That is going to be cool. He'll probably like that. Yes, because it's not a pinball thing. Correct. Ah, oh, he he might like that. Yeah. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's probably expecting a lot of pinball stuff, but um, there's going to be a lot of arcade gamers there as well. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't think I have anything like that. Got the pinball compendium. Right. Could get him to sign every page where his games are in that. <laughs> That'd be a few pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got the pinball compendium that's been signed by Marco Rosalini, mm-hmm. who wrote those books, mm-hmm. and Gary Stern. Mm. You mm. should add to that. That's a good You should point. make it the pinball signature compendium. I, I should. Slash pinball compendium. Mm. <laughs> good idea. Yeah. I think I'll do that. I'll sign it too, if you want, as a pinball player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You can get maybe all, you can get all the you can get Bo and Karen's to sign it. Hmm. Actually, what can Bo and Karen sign? I don't know. Do you have a Papa T-shirt? No. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. Hmm. That'd be cool. Because I respect Bo and Karen's as a player. Hmm. They may have stuff there. Hmm. I mean, merchandise and yeah. Doobie Watsits. Hmm. But. Walter Day. Wow. Yeah. Billy Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. This that's, is crazy. That's, yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What yeah. can you say? This what? is like, this is, this can either go one of three ways. I was going to say two three? ways, three ways. One, oh, yeah. everyone's going to go... Love a three-way. <laughs> everyone's going to love this thing. Billy Mitchell, Walter Day, this is amazing. These guys are incredible. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that these guys are here? Then there's going to be the middle road, apathy. No one cares. Yeah. The other way, what if someone throws a egg at Billy Mitchell's face? Or, <laughs> That's you know, right. Someone said that on the, um, on the comments. They, they need Eggman to come to this thing. Or Egg, egg Boy. Because people know who Billy Mitchell is. Mm. People know that he's been outed as a as a cheater. Mm. So, 
Combine that with Australian larrikinism. Uh, is someone going to do something stupid? Or will, will people be giving him rubbish the whole time and then make him, like, leave in a hissy fit or something? Yeah, exactly. Because we tend to really lay it on thick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can... Yeah. I don't think anyone will do anything I don't like think that. anything's going to happen yeah. either. But <laughs> there's the potential. And regardless, there's the, con- the controversy. Mm. And it's just interesting... To me, that you know, they announce oh, Billy Mitchell's going to be here. He's going to be amazing. Billy Mitchell, legendary. I agree with all of those things. He's legendary. He's mm. an iconic gamer. Mm. But there's that controversy angle mm. that it's going to lend itself to this event. And if you know, people who invested in the whole legitimate tournament, you know, scoring thing, yeah. Are they really gonna yeah. kick up a the, the stink about this? I mean, there's, I don't know. I guess there's real anger behind for those people who invest a lot of their time into playing these games mm. seriously. Yeah, yeah, there'd be real anger behind the events, you know, and the revelation that he's cheated. Mm. Um, so yeah, how are those people gonna react? Mm. Um, and and I guess the other question is how many of those people, you know, what percentage of the group of attendees are going to be in that in that category? Because mm. <laughs> it could be really quiet if it's a high percentage. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a calculated decision mm. where it's kind of yeah, you're going to have that small percentage that are going to go. We, you know. We refuse to attend this competition because Billy Mitchell is going to be there mm. compared with the large amount of people who are going to go, oh, my God, Billy Mitchell, yes, he's an ass, but we need to see this ass. <laughs> we need to see this the person. spectacle. Yeah, because <laughs> it will be a spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> it will definitely be a spectacle. And, and he's going to, Billy Mitchell has said he's going to try and do a perfect Pac-Man run yeah. on the Friday night, which is the first night that we all arrive um cool and yeah he's gonna because it's the 20th anniversary of his perfect pac-man run Mm. he was the first person to do a perfect pac-man run okay so 20th anniversary of him doing that allegedly Mm. well allegedly (laughs) he's never been outed as cheating at (laughs) pac-man though i don't think there's video of it i'm pretty sure it was done like live yeah okay um allegedly (laughs) (laughs) but allegedly Sorry. Doing a perfect Pac-Man run, there's only a few people in the world that have actually done it, mm. and he's one of them. Mm. So, regardless, controversy, the shit that could explode during that week, um, any of that kind of stuff, I think being there on that Friday night, watching Billy Mitchell trying to do a perfect Pac-Man run is going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. Mm. I'm you just can... going to sit back, I'm going to mm. drink some beers, mm. And just watch the shit unfold. That's what I was thinking too. It, Drink some beers. How long does it take? <laughs> I actually don't know. Will uh, it be at Netherworld? It'll be at... Uh, I don't know, actually. Mm. I'm assuming it will be at Netherworld, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Mm. Okay. It could be at the Echo Showgrounds, which are yep. 10 minutes away. Mm. Yeah. 
Cool. But yeah, that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and you can't have Billy Mitchell without Walter Day. <laughs> so they're both going to be there. Or someone. He needs a sidekick. Hmm. It's got to be someone. And Walter Day is the perfect sidekick. <laughs> so, yeah, this is just, yeah, I'm speechless. Yeah, cut yeah. off. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see this stuff. Yeah. As a complete gaming nerd, as a complete classic gaming nerd, mm. this is the ultimate that you could wish for. Mm. So the fact that this is happening is really, really cool. Should uh, take the recorder with us. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely record some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Going to be fun. Yep. And I'm really, I wasn't going to say this on the podcast, <laughs> but I'm really tempted to get some t-shirts printed with the Gerda finger. <laughs> how much, how much shit would that stir, do you think? Would it stir any? Do you think Billy would yeah. care? He might. Um, maybe. Hmm. It depends. Someone's going to do it. If you're the straw that breaks the camel's back, <laughs> you know, there's so many straws. Mm. So the chance is small, but it could happen. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Could be like, I traveled 24 hours to get here <laughs> and you're going to show me the God of Finger. Either way, it's going to be amazing. Whether blood is spilled, <laughs> who knows. Yeah, I'm really excited about that gaming holiday. Mm. It's going to be fun. What do you think, Brianna? Sorry, I'm very <laughs> 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 Lucky that I'm a loving wife. <laughs> you know what? I'm so excited for you. Like, so excited. <laughs> well... <laughs> You'll have to take lots of photos for Brianna. Oh, definitely, because I want to know what's happening every second of the entire You want to see that beard and hair in photos from multiple angles. Exactly. I want every 360. I want to feel like I'm there. talking about kids shows and non-kid shows (laughs) perfect segue into sonic the hedgehog yeah Yeah. trailer a live action guy wearing a blue not really (laughs) was that released today i think so uh i only just saw it today right because i've seen the twitterverse and other communities you know yelling and screaming Mm. about how horrible this whole thing is yeah so they they released a poster like ages ago, mm. uh, months ago. And then yesterday there was a leak of like Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. And then today they released the trailer. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, because um, yeah, initially there was a lot of people exploding about that. You know what Sonic looks like, mm. um, and then when I saw that poster, which was like you said a day or so ago, um, of Jim Carrey as Doctor Robot- Robotnik, I did think that wasn't real initially because mm. mm. I thought that looks really, really weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, today, I guess, or yesterday, they released the trailer. I watched the trailer today. Yep. We've all seen the trailer, right? Mm. Yeah. So, thoughts. What do we think of Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie? Why are they doing this? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Who who wants this movie? That is one thought that I had. That's a really good... That's that's cutting (coughs) to the chase right there. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if the I wonder if they're thinking like a movie now is the only way to get the game back into like mainstream. I can't imagine no? that's the reason. Okay, that was I was just hypothesizing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fair, but that would be a bizarre waste of money mm. to funnel ridiculous millions of dollars into a movie with Jim Carrey. Mm. To try and revitalize a video game franchise. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine that being the case. Mm. Matt, yeah. Matt no, looks you're completely right. no, uh, yeah. opposed yeah, so to what I'm got, saying right now. It's got to be for the movie's if, own sake, especially because they've changed the look of the character and the villain. Hmm. In a roundabout sort of way. Yeah. What were you going to say, Matt? If this was like 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, how, however long it would have to be to be relevant, mm. would, then the movie would be relevant, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, now seems what? like a bizarre time to yeah. have a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they made a decision not to make a movie back in the day because of movies like Mario that gave video game movies a bad name. Mm-hmm. Was, I don't think that was particularly hoping. bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole documentary about why that movie came out bad. Which is really interesting. Oh, really? On YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, and it's all about... An actual documentary or some guy talking uh, about... That's a good question. Right. I'm. If it is just a guy, he's definitely put in a lot of effort. Okay. No, I think it is... I don't think it's... It's not like a full-on documentary, but it's definitely someone who's done their research and has some inside knowledge. Right. Um, but explains <laughs> how... Like, one of the main points is... I think it was directed by a couple that might have split up halfway through the thing. Oh. Hmm. I think from memory. And then they were giving very like different direction. Oh. And that caused a lot of bad things to happen. Right. I could be remembering it wrong. I, which wouldn't be yeah. something that we would do on this podcast. But, um, <laughs> no, we would never <laughs> do that. Anyway, look it up. It was good. It hmm. well, it explained a lot and it was like, ah, oh, okay. But also, I don't know, that the direction they went with that movie and the choices they made with how it was visually represented and the actors, I don't see how any, any director could have saved that, regardless mm. what their intention was. It looked like garbage. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, there's, I, I mean, know. there's a lot more to it than that. It should definitely, you should definitely watch it mm. um, because I think that it was, yeah, not just the directors, but 
difference in vision between directors and other people involved and right yeah there's a lot more to it than that yeah Yeah. okay yeah well um yeah regardless you know thinking about why does this thing exist Mm. which is a very valid question Mm. um what do we think of the of the visual styling of sonic the hedgehog and robotnik I don't think you could have a Robotnik that looks like the games in a movie these mm-hmm. days and have it taken seriously by people. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the unfortunate truth is I actually mm. think, from what I saw in the trailer, I actually think that the way they're going with that character is really good. I agree with you. I think that I think the way Jim Carrey's playing that is fantastic. Yeah, like it's it's the only plausible way that character could exist. Mm. The way he looks was in control, like he knew what he was doing and mm-hmm. he had a plan and um yeah, which I think if you were like a sloppy person or a slob it communicates the wrong idea. It doesn't right. really work that way. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, it's something that I don't think... I think having the the character as a big fat guy doesn't translate well into live action. It might work okay as a cartoon or as an animated thing, hmm. but I don't think it would translate well into live action. It might depend on the actor, though. That's true. I think uh, the reason why it really works is because of the the type of actor that Jim Carrey is mm. and he's doing the classic Jim Carrey stuff mm. at least what you can see in the trailer mm. um and because of who he is and and what he's able to do he's able to pull that off mm. if you had a you know an overweight actor doing that same role it'd just be the same mm. i would imagine i mean it's not really a you know the size of the body that makes a difference there i wouldn't mm. imagine Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think Jim Carrey really does a good job there And he might be carrying that film Because mm. every other portrayal was pretty bad <laughs> I mean, the the army general that Jim Carrey's talking to uh, That acting was really bad um, The The main, I think he's the main lead mm. Whoever it is mm. You know, overly attractive actor guy <laughs> He was pretty bad. I actually didn't mind uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. He mm. was kind of okay. Mm. The, the visual representation of Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. I know a lot of people are really up in arms about how he looks and mm. how stupid he looks. And mm. But I think for what you can represent in a live-action film, they've done a really good job. Mm. I think he looks great. I think some of the one-liners and stuff that he's come up with are not so fantastic, but I don't know. It's... That trailer that I watched is better than any trailer I've seen for a film for God knows how long. <laughs> and that is including a film that I'm really looking forward to coming out in just a couple of weeks, which is John Wick 3, because mm. I like John Wick, the mm. previous two films. Mm. Um, really looking forward to that third film, but the trailer was garbage. Mm. I generally dislike trailers for films, <laughs> but this Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, it wasn't offensive to me. It wasn't great, but it didn't make me think, 
I want to tear my eyes out. <laughs> it was okay. It was okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but maybe my expectations were so low. Well, yeah, I was thinking that, that. Maybe your expectations were super low. I, I definitely had a sense of relief watching it because I was like, ah, oh, actually it looks not that bad. Hmm. Like it, it could be good. Hmm. It could be good. Hmm. So, um, yeah. Actually, now that you say that, uh, I have no real drive to watch the movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I, I don't particularly care about watching. <laughs> I'll probably watch it when it's on Netflix or something like that. I'm not going to the cinema to watch that. Mm. Despite Jim Carrey looking like he does a pretty good performance. Mm. Um. And ultimately, I guess that's why you make trailers to get people to box office. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I think in this case, definitely a lot of people, I think, would be changing their minds about what it's going to be. Mm. Um, but what can you tell from a poster anyway? Like, that's just, mm. you know, a visual... You don't know what, what it's going to be. You've got nothing, no information about the movie, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, my own perception of the trailer comes down to exactly what Matt said. I mean, who is this for? Yeah. yeah. Why now? It, it doesn't must, make any sense. It I must don't have be. anything against mm. what they're doing. You mm. know, I, I know the internet is up in arms about how it looks, and mm. and I don't feel that way. I think it looks fine, mm. but I also don't care to watch it. Mm. I have no interest, mm. even yeah. as a previous Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Mm. So, yeah. The audience must be kids. Um, yeah, I think Sonic's still very popular with kids, isn't it? Maybe they are um, popular with kids. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Um, it's not like there's a cartoon or anything like that. There hmm. is. Yeah, but... That's an old cartoon. I mean, a cartoon that kids are watching now. Is there a new cartoon? I mean, I think they still air it. Okay. The old really? cartoon. The old cartoon? How old or is it? Or a new cartoon. I don't know. I thought I'd seen something on on a real TV, which doesn't I don't see on often. On a real TV? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, does that one, mean? The television... <laughs> Which I still means don't know what this means. Literally, television means oh, free to air sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. you right. sent you sent the vision over the distance, the right? airwaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sounded right. like an Italian grandpa then. You sounded like a nonno. <laughs> <laughs> the television. I don't think either of us watch actual television anymore, do we? Right. No. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do, so actually, so. some time maybe. Look, I want to say within the past couple years, I came across a television broadcast and that was on so right. the small sample size i have <coughs> you know there we go we solved it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it must it's probably playing it all the time for all i know 24 hours seven days a week yeah sonic the hedgehog mm. Mm. i think i'd like to see it at the movies yeah. but it might may or may not happen mm. Mm. it's wikipedia time Wikipedia time. Wikipedia knows everything. Wikipedia can't tell you who this movie is for. No. But is there only one um, uh, animated series? Sonic X? 
What's that? What's that? That sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> it's it's so hard to see, you know, these things through the eyes of a little young person though now mm. because we are, you know, grew up with our Sonic that mm. we know. Yeah. And so I try to imagine like from a perspective of a kid who maybe their first console was like the Wii, mm. you know, how how what how do they see Sonic? I mean, to them Sonic is just is a video game that's on like all consoles mm. and most of them are 3D and it's just mostly running um, like on rails and... Mm. Guys, there's like four different animated series. Really? Yeah. Current? Current? I don't know. They exist, right? So there's Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, 1993. Right. That was a while ago. Yeah. Mm. That's retro. And it goes... <laughs> There's two episodes of an OVA, I don't know what that is. Original video animation, Sonic the Hedgehog, 1996. Right. And there's a third a series, ago. they're saying, Sonic Underground in 1999. That's still a while ago. Mm-hmm. A new series titled Sonic X began airing in 2003. That's a while ago. That's, that's still retro. That's not new. <laughs> okay, but, but it's still like a well. while. And it only oh, no. aired on SBS. Okay, in 2013, Sega announced a new animated series called Sonic Boom. Oh, did it actually air? Fifty-two minute, fifty-two eleven-minute episodes. Hmm. Okay. When? Uh twenty fourteen. It aired. Okay. Uh, that's not retro. Yeah. See that that could be something. Maybe that this is the one I saw. Kids are watching. Hmm. So maybe it does have like a um, an audience of young children. Hmm. They keep making it. Yeah, well, I know. I've I've got a nephew who's completely or was a couple of years ago Sonic mad. Really? Loved everything Sonic, oh. yeah. How old is he? Uh I not ask that I question? Don't know, no, don't ask that question. <laughs> I don't know I don't know ages regardless. Oh. Let alone my nephews. Younger than ten? Younger than ten. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, I guess maybe there is a young children audience. When people like explode on Twitter. And like, who is this for? It's like, well, you're only seeing it from your point of view. Mm-hmm. It's a really good point. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, seeing it from our 40-year-old eyes, mm. not necessarily John, but other people at the table. <laughs> yeah, not me. You come with your own baggage and, you know, mm. this is what Sonic was to us and mm. what does this mean to anyone else? But, yeah, for, you know, those teens out there, Maybe this is really exciting. Yeah. And regardless, you see this trailer and it looks kind of, it looks okay, but it's immature and you're not going to watch it. Mm. Maybe to kids, this looks absolutely awesome. Mm. Who can say? Mm-hmm. Kids can say. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I watched the trailer thinking, eh, it could be good. Mm. It might be all right. Mm. So. Why is Jim Carrey doing this? What? I mean, They're probably paying him a lot of money. Yeah, that's probably what it boils down to. Probably just another day at work for him. Hmm. Has he done anything recently? He hasn't been doing much. I don't know if there's anything recent, but I know that he hasn't been doing much. Hmm. He's been doing lots of painting. Painting? Yeah, hmm. he's painting. What? Hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he was on... Um, he's got a whole studio... I saw it on, he did uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, yeah. 
and you see his okay. whole studio and okay yeah he does all these abstract i think it's something where when you are so successful like that you can just do whatever you yeah, want yeah that's right um, yeah so it's like i don't need to work anymore yeah find your own sort of creative avenue yeah so whether it makes money or not who cares yeah that's i think that's pretty much what he does like he mm. doesn't actually i don't know if he sells any of his paintings but he was showing jerry like all this stuff and he Who's never jerry? showed jerry seinfeld comedians in cars getting coffee is a show where jerry seinfeld gets some kind of classic or exotic car right. and another comedian they drive somewhere to get coffee and talk that's and the that, whole show that's the show this has just exploded my mind right now. <laughs> I can't it's, believe you've like, never heard like of it. Why does this seasons, exist? Three or four seasons? It's, it's quite a lot. When he started, it was groundbreaking in the way that it was just on the web and nowhere else. Like he That's probably where it made belongs. it open to, to everyone to watch. Hmm. It was no... Like he had a sponsor, but it wasn't attached to a network. It was completely independent. This is like Jim Carrey painting random stuff. Mm. Jerry Seinfeld. Pretty much. Driving somewhere, getting a coffee. I think it was like, I think it's the result of him getting like asked like over and over over the years, like, you know, why don't you, can you do this or let's do this or, you know, being asked to do something. Hmm. And he's like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do what I want to do, which is (laughs) go and see one of my friends and get a coffee and take my car and that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen it. No. Yeah. I've never even heard of this. Mm. So it's actually on Netflix now. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can still go to the website, which is like comediansincarsgettingcoffee.com. Right. Um, and just watch all the episodes mm. for nothing. What has become of society? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's actually, I love it because... It just feels good, like everyone's happy and yeah, it's just nice to watch. Um, but also, but they're happy because they're filthy rich. I would, yeah, probably. <laughs> I would get right. A, I would get a coffee <laughs> because it makes you feel like drinking coffee. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. But it's still an infectious <laughs> happiness. Probably yes. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, is that a bad thing? No, it's good. <laughs> it, it's fine. This is why I like you, Mark. You're not judgmental. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Unlike that Ben guy. I know. Which Ben? There's multiple Bens. I won't say. Okay. Probably for the best. I think that's all I've got for news and shit going on. Um, So maybe... We can end it there. Sure. What do we think? Yeah. Okay. That should yeah. be good. Yeah. Anything else someone wants to bring up? Any other depressing stories of rich people doing stupid stuff and making even more money? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to depress you. <laughs> I guess it is kind of depressing that like all one has to do is go and get coffee with a friend and that can be wildly successful. Yeah. I mean, you can say they earned it. Yeah. They would have put a lot of work in. Presumably. worked very hard. Put a lot of work into creating their success to get to the point where they can do that. Yep. True. Hmm. It's kind of weird that, isn't it? The idea that, like, 
you work hard and like somewhere you get to a point where it gets easier. But then people say it never gets easier, it only gets harder. I don't know mm. if that's true. Mm. It definitely feels like you get to a point where things do get easier, but you get you earn more money. Mm. So how does that work? Mm. Doesn't really make sense. No. I think a lot of young people are in situations where their life is really hard. Yeah. And they get paid shit money. Yeah. And no one respects them. You know, it gets a recent better. Ultra Chen TV, I know I keep mentioning this, Ultra Chen TV podcast. It's Ultra Chen this, <laughs> Ultra David that. Um, <laughs> they got in this huge debate about how much of life is about luck and how much is about hard work. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Ultra David was just so... Full on about 90% of your life is luck. Yeah. Which one's the lawyer? Ultra David. Okay. Yeah. And interesting. James Chen was talking about no, it's all about hard work and, you know, you can. (laughs) And by the end of it, James Chen was legitimately no exaggeration whatsoever. He was like depressed. Wow. He was really just upset um, because the reality Mm. of the whole. How much luck is involved in getting anywhere just really hit him. Wow. Like legitimately really badly. Shit. And and apparently to the point where he copped a lot of shit on social media about how sort of bad he felt and Wow. And uh he brought it up the next episode saying, you know, fuck you guys and <laughs> I can't help how I feel and blah 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 and <laughs> That's a good way to react. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, no, it was, yeah, going on the theme of, you know, how much you make your own luck, how hard you work, or Mm. whether, you know, you just fall into a pot of money and you can do whatever you like. It's an interesting discussion. Hmm, probably not a discussion for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I just brought it up, because, you know, Ultra 10 TV, I just thought I needed to mention it again. (laughs) It's a good podcast. <sighs> yes. So thanks for listening. Let's just say we're lucky to be Australian. To game the system podcast. <laughs> if you'd like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. Email us and tell us how many balls Spider Man has mm. to win that t shirt. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore tweet. John twitches over at twitch.tv slash Wago, H-W-A-Y-G-O. Have you been twitching stuff recently, John? I have been. We'll talk about it a little bit in the next episode. But Ooh. also, oh, Matt and I might be. We talked about it briefly. Ooh. I want to try and finish Streets of Rage 2 on Mania. And I reckon we should do it co-op. Oh. And apparently you can do that over ste- over Steam, right? And it's a dollar sixty five for the game. Mm. So um, I haven't really um told him that I was planning on streaming <laughs> it, but uh, right. I reckon we should do that. Yeah, yeah, cool, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, and talking of Matt, he exists somewhere. Yeah, in the I, shadows. I watch you sh- watch people stream. Indeed, he, he might be a voice or on partaking. my stream. Actually, what I want to do is figure out how to do like the the sound wave for his voice and just have a picture of him with the sound wave <laughs> when he and talks. A, and a jaw that flaps around. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be funny. That would be funny. 
<laughs> so thank you for listening. Uh, once again, thank you to AMD for giving us those T-shirts to give away and that extra special fifth T-shirt that we didn't know we had, which we should have if I counted properly. But uh, we'll give that out cool. soon. So thank you and we will see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.